if you want to start a podcast where you want to talk about your favorite TV show and make commentary about it or to, or talk about what's going on into life, go to Spotify for podcasters. All you got to do is just um, sign up for free and talk about if you talk about your opinion and express yourself. I mean, Spotify for podcasters. I mean, if you want to be, if you want to talk about something, though, we can talk about it. We'll listen. Spotify for podcasters on Spotify. You are now listening to Twisted, a Law and Order SVU podcast where we recap and break down past episodes of Law and Order SVU. You can hear us out on Spotify, Anchor FM, WordPress, or in any other streaming service. And now, here's your host, Brian Rose. Welcome to Twisted, where I recap episodes of Law and Order SVU. And this is VD Bose. And it's another Monday. So how was your weekend? Oh man, oh man, oh man. I mean I be I'm trying to dress like a little fabulous like Fran Drescher at um at the you know at the SAG Awards. But anyway, you see like the woman in red, I mean, I know she's happy that she made a deal with the writers and the after strikes, so Anyway, that's like the woman red. So let me just move on and stuff like that. Though, I'm gonna be rapping just like Kanye West's daughter, right? Yeah, they call me Westie. Yeah, I'm the bestie. So, hey, anyway, you know, I'm not ten years old. I'm and I'm, I'm a grown ass man. So, let me put a little correction for y'all, right? So, on my last show, you know, I've um brought out the air date for the Law and Order SVU episode called Intoxicated which is season six, episode 19. I said March 15th, but I was wrong. Actually, the season, SVU season six, episode 19, aired, Intoxicated, aired on March 29th, 2005. So I just want to make a correction. So please do not put a dunce cap on me, all right? I just a mistake. So I apologize for this error. Okay, so let's move on to today's episode. All right, well, this is Law and Order SVU Season 6, Episode 20, Night. And it aired on NBC on May 3rd of 2005. And it's it's directed by two guys, Swan Campanella and some other dude, something like that, that. So they probably taking turns and stuff like that. So we'll go find out. So we're in this cold open and it's nighttime and it's somewhere downtown. So... We got like a bunch of skater boys, though. They having fun with their skateboards and all that shit. You know, skater boys. So that's like a song from Agro Levine. If you remember that girl, I mean, she came out with a couple of hits about 20 years ago, like complicated skater boy and shit like that, though. So you got, but you got these skater boys, you know, I mean, or in other words, you call it, um, I mean, they got this thing uh, in 2005 called Skater Boys, but anyway, somehow they just having fun until they see like a bunch of like $100 bills flying around the ground, something like that, wind is blowing them, so they get the money, so they think they hit the jackpot. All of a sudden, though, 
they run over to a body of this dead woman, and she's she's a black woman, and she had like uh like dollar bills stuffed in her mouth. Damn, that's crazy shit going on. So it's later on in the evening. The crime scene is there. Benson Stable is there. So um, Coroner Warner says that the um, victim was raped and she had medication on her. And, you know, all that. Um, so you got, like, fluids for semen and condoms and stuff like that, though. So, however, though, they, they, they discovered that she had money stuffed in her mouth, like $100 bills and stuff like that. And it turns out that the woman... And a woman that was at some of the perp took her purse. So O'Halloran says that he, he has a dog with him, the canine, they can go find and smell the scent. So the dog scent sends him to a young lady's apartment and she answered the door. And it turns out that the young lady took the victim's purse with a lot of money in it. And then the young lady says, Best to save her confronts a girl. And she said that she got, she took the victim's purse with a lot of money in it. And uh, she tells him that the woman's dead. She can't get what she wants. And Messi replied, neither could you. <laughs> so we go through the opening credits and we're going to act one. Act one. And um, we're at the school. Is this, um, turns out that the um, vic- victim had $500. I think at crime lab, I think Holloran's there. Holloran's there saying that the victim had $5,000. So, somehow, Stabler assumes that she's a sex worker or whatever, something like that, though. But but it turns out that the victim attended a club the night that she died. So, we're at this club called The Box, and Benson tells talks to a couple of ladies who run the club. And one of the ladies tells them that the woman can live out their sexual fantasies and all that stuff, though. Somehow, though, they show her the picture of the dead woman. And then and they'd be seen her around, stuff like that, though. So, however, though, I mean, one of the ladies says that a guy came in and got rough with the victim and he got thrown out the club. So, it said you could see, and they tell him you could talk to the bouncer. So, we I think we're sitting in the daytime, something like that. And St- and um, Benson Stabler talked to this bouncer saying that he, um, he tells him that a guy got rough with her and then got rough with a girl. And then he got got thrown out of the club and he was flashing money on him, stuff like that, though. And the bouncer also says that he's a chef. So we're at this restaurant and the detectives talk to the chef. And the chef claims that she got rough with him. And um, they say that, they say that, and they tell him, they also, the detectives mentioned that the woman's name was Lola or something like that, though. But the chef tells them that her name is not Lola. So, however, though, we're at the um, crime lab, and it turns out that um, it, 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 somewhere it turns out that the club used Lola as a code name to get in a club or something like that, though. So, however, though, one of the women is identified as Sarah Miller. So, we, we had, we're outside Sarah Miller's apartment, Benson Stable and knock on the door. They find Sarah Miller and she's alive. And turns out that Sarah missed work that night and then because she was she was attacked. So a couple minutes later, Benson Stable are in the apartment of Sarah's apartment. And Sarah describes her attack. And and then she seemed 
and they asked him about the person's face. And um, however, though, she didn't see the face, but she seen the guy attacking other girls at the club. And she also mentioned, and they showed her a picture of the victim who died. And then Sarah remembers her. She works as a bathroom attendant at the club. So it turns out that um, we're at the morgue right now and Dr. Warren's there. So the victim is identified as um, Margaret, right? And um, her father came to see the body and he's probably from uh, probably from African descent or something like that, though. So and that's messed up. I mean, he's the father's devastated to see their face and all that stuff, though. So um, he tells her that he t- and he tells her that um, his daughter worked hard and some stuff like that. So they're trying to figure out whoever did this. So we're outside um, Margaret's apartment, and there's a visual is held for Margaret, and you see a group of people, something like that, though. Benson and Stabler show up, and uh, Margaret's father showed up. And then along them, though, they meet um, Mildred Quintana, who works as a who works as an activist, community activist. And we have a special guest star. So who's the actress that's playing Mildred Quintana? I guess it took a murder to finally get your attention, huh? And you are? I'm Mildred Quintana. I run the New Americans Justice Center. And I think it's a travesty the police department doesn't care about undocumented women. Ms. Quintana, you got it backwards. We don't care what a victim's legal status is. Oh, really? And why is that sick son of a bitch still raping women in my community? What makes you think that all these women were attacked by the same man? You found money on the body, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. That happens to be Rena Moreno. She's a special guest star. And y'all remember her from West Side Story and uh, The Electric Company? Hey, you guys! Man, yeah. I will call, I'm going to call her Rita Moreno. She's a hot, spicy number. And she also appeared in the sitcom 95. And um, she started in the in One Day of a one day of a Time reboot. So, I mean, yeah. And she's a... Puerto Rican, New Rican, born, raised in New York. So I'm gonna call her New Rican. So anyway, she plays uh, Margaret Quintana, and she is runs. Uh, she runs. Uh, she runs the center and all that stuff. And um, somehow, you know, this is just um, she was talking to Margaret's father. He was probably from French or Haitian or what you call it though. So, however, though, it's like. Um, Mrs. Quintana tells the Benson Stabler that it took you long enough, right? And she also mentions that um, a lot of these women are like are from from other countries, immigration and stuff like that, though, and they're they're, they're uh, undocumented. And um, Benson was like, "We don't care about their document documentation status, though. We're here to do a rape." So, and then Mrs. Quintana was like, though. So why is that son of why is that son of a bitch is still raping these women for after all these years? And then Vincent Stable is like, how do you know? And then she was like, you you found you found you found the you found the body with the you you found it with the money, did you? And 
somehow though she knows what happened to Margaret because um she was bound dead with the dollar about dollar bills in her mouth and stuff like that. So Mrs. Quintana's like, you 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 found the body, did you? So she already knows that um that Margaret is an immigrant from another country. So we got, we we go to Act Two right now. We're in the precinct, and Mr. Quintana is comes in the office with Benson Stabler, and Miss um, Quintana tells him that the the perp had raped women for the past sixteen years, and sometimes you know, and then somehow you know is that she also tells him that um, these ladies came from countries where the police are corrupt and. And no one can trust him and all that stuff and all that stuff. So, however, Stabler says that they need the names of the victims so they could come and testify against this firm. And somehow, you know, Miss Quintana was like, nah, they can't trust you. I mean, you could you cops though. So, all Benson Stabler wanted is that they want the names so that they could come in and finger the perp. And somehow, you know, Miss Quintana thinks that they don't know they're going to get away with it. But Benson and Stabler says that they're going to be, that they need the names of the victims so they could um, come and put the son of the bitch away. So we have this montage, and um, one girl, like uh, a Spanish lady, she, Marine from Veronica, she opens the door to Benson Stabler, and then they, and the detectives, they want to ask her questions, and Veronica's like, nah, no thanks. And next thing you know, another woman answers the door, but she refuses to talk to Benson Stabler too. And then a guy answers the door. He he doesn't want to talk. And next thing he knows that then Vesna Saber go as trying to find victim to victim. And all he gets is they get the dorm slam and shit like that though. However though, um Detective Benson or Olivia, she opens she knocks on this girl's door, and this white girl is her she is identified as Nina. And um she's from Bosnia and she won't be able to talk because of the fear stuff like that though. But however though, Benson stops her, puts her foot on the door, and tells Nina that I, I we know that the rapist is still out there. If you come give me the description though, I mean we'll catch him or he'll get away. All we all we wanted all, all and Olivia, she's not gonna give up because all she wanted to do is trying to have a victim come forward to testify so they they could get him because that's their job. So, um, anyway, uh, a couple of minutes later, Nina talks to Olivia and tells her about her attack, tells her that, um, he was, and he sexually assaulted her, and, um, she, and Miss, and Olivia asks Nina, did she see her face, did she see, did she see her face? And she said, really, but, um, it's like, it just, it just happened so fast. After the rapist finished with, after the guy raped her, he gave her he gave her money to keep, like he's treating her some kind of like a some private damn sex worker. So next thing you know, Nina's brother shows up, right? And um, Nina, Nina's brother was like, "Ask what's the, what's she doing here?" And however, though Nina makes up the story saying that um, she. Got into it. She was a victim of a hit and run and something like that. So I don't know what that. But before her brother arrived, you know, Nina gave um, Olivia Benson uh, a stash of bills, money. I'm talking about like um, 
you have to say, I mean, maybe $105,000 or whatever, $2,000. But Nina gave Detective Benson, like, a, we used to say, like, a, a bunch of bills. And it's like rolled up in rolled up in paper, stuff like that. But it's like a it's like a big bills and whatever though. So her brother comes by and then and then Nina makes up the story about her being a victim of a hit and run. So we're at the crime lab and O'Halloran found prints from on from the bills and they go to the computer and it says it listed with different names. And um, one of them prints belongs to a guy named Jason Whitaker. So we're at this law firm of Whitaker, blah, blah, blah. And Stabler is talking to Whitaker. And we have a before Damer famous guy. So who's the actor that's playing Jason Whitaker? What can I do for the NYPD? Tell us where you were last night. Nowhere exciting, that's for sure. What are you guys investigating? Ray Palmside. Oh, uh, how did my name come up? Fingerprint hit. Oh, on what exactly? Money. Well, the way I gamble my prints on a lot of dough. <laughs> but I'll hit a streak soon. Back to the question. Last night. I'm afraid I can't answer that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens to be uh, Bradley Cooper. And you remember him from playing the talking little talking fox in the Guardians of the Galaxy in 2010. I remember that he was in the A-Team re- movie remake with, um, you know, it's, it's not the reboot, but it's like a, a movie version of the A-Team. Um, it was, um, I forgot this guy's name, um, but um, anyway, so. Bradley Cooper, I mean, he been in a lot of movies. I think it was um, I he was I was he was in a movie with Jennifer Lawrence and all that stuff though. And um, ah man, it's like a lot of, a lot of shit Bradley Cooper has been on though. So he plays uh, this um this um sleazy lawyer Jason Jason Whitaker, and um, he said that he suck at he suck at ass why he he suck at um. Poker, solitaire—I don't know what it is. Though I mean, I know. I mean, he had—he he, Jason Whitaker got like a sense of humor. So, so Mister Mister Whitaker is like, um, and uh, somehow you know that um, best is able to talk to Whitaker, saying that um, he he was brought up last night, and um, and next thing you know is that uh, Mister Whitaker, Jason was like, um, how did my name come up? It's like fingerprints. So they they ask him where he was last night. However, though he refuses to answer the question and all that stuff, though. So um, that's um, he could be something like that, though. He, oh my goodness, he and they also may ask him about the money, and he wouldn't even talk about that either, stuff like that, though. So however, though we're at Novak's office. Saber tells Novak that Jason is probably protecting some kind of a client or something like that. So that's why he's not saying anything about that, though. So Saber also knows that um, Jason gave the money, yeah, gave the money to the rapist. So, however, though he's protecting his client, or something like that, though. So Novak asks him about what law firm he's at, though, and Saber tells him the law firm called it's called like a Whitaker, blah blah blah. 
And Novak says that she knows a guy who works there. Jason's co-worker. So, we're somewhere outside of Novak's office. Jason's co-worker shows up. And he's Mr. Cindy Lop, Mr. Cindy, Cindy Lauper herself, Mr. Cindy Lauper himself. I think it was Lincoln, something like that, though. And, um, however, it turns out that um, Jason has connections to the Duvall family. They're like wealthy. So the mother's name is Eleanor Duvall. And, um, and she has a son named Gabriel. So, so we, we're at the Duvall apartment. And um, Sabler is looking at a picture of, I'm saying Angela Lansbury, but oh, 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 I gave it away. Oh, oh my goodness. So Jason has to meet Mrs. Whitaker. And no, 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 no. She has to, she, excuse me. Um, Stabler meets Mrs. Duvall, and she's played by the legendary uh, guest star, Angela, Angela Lansbury. The portrait was my mother-in-law's idea. She gave it to my husband as a wedding present. I'm Eleanor DeVal. Nice to meet you, Detective Elliot Sabre. What can I do for you? Actually, I'm looking for your son. Gabriel? Mm -hmm. Oh, he hasn't lived here in years. This address is on his driver's license. <laughs> oh, he never remembers to update those things. Unfortunately, he never remembers to pay his parking tickets either. Well, I'm not surprised. Gabriel has all the money he needs, and he never remembers to pay the bills. His head is in the clouds or on those computers. Yeah, that happens to be Angela Lansbury, the special guest star. She... She starred on 12 seasons in the mystery series Murder, She Wrote. No, I'm not a fan of that show, but I heard about that, though. So, I mean, she's famous, St. Lee character, Jessica, something like that. But this is this, 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 this episode, this episode, this is the Murder, She Wrote. So, I mean, she appeared in a lot of movies. So, she plays um, Eleanor Duvall, some kind of a rich some rich lady, something like that, though. She said that um, Emil Stabler is investigating a rape homicide. So they uh, Stabler is asking um, Eleanor Duvall about her son Gabriel, and she tells them that he hasn't been seen and he hasn't been living here in years and all that stuff, though. So Stabler says that he just wanted to talk to him, and Eleanor tells them that he's into computers and all that stuff, and he forgets a lot of things. So. Um, Anyway, so she gives him Gabriel's address. And next scene, we got Stabler. He's talking to Mr. Doc Ock himself. <laughs> Our special guest star, Doc Ock himself, Alfred Molina. I paid those tickets. I know I did. Cancel checks must be here somewhere. I should have scanned them onto my hard drive. Your computer guy. Uh, I freelance. But this is my real work. Teaching computers how to see. Yeah, yeah, that happens to be uh, actor Alfred Molina, and you remember him playing Doctor Octopus in uh, Spider-Man Two, and um, he was also in the movie Boogie Nights. But let me tell you something though, he became part of the Law and Order universe because um, he starred in the short-lived shitty spinoff called. Law and Order at Los Angeles or Law and Order LA. 
And that sh- that only lasted for like a one season. I mean, at first he played, uh, I think he played like a ADA, and then he got demoted to detectives or something like that, though, because he want to fight crime. So, Alfred Molina. I mean, I mean, I I watched Spider Man two plenty of times, and remember, I remember he he played a villain, Doctor Octopus. Or you could call him Doc Ock for short. So, right now in this, in this episode, he is played by um, no, 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 Alfred Molina. His character, his name is um, I think is uh, Gabriel, is Duval. That's um, Miss Eleanor's son. So, Sabler talks to Gabriel, and um, sometimes you know Gabriel talks a lot. I mean, he talks about computers, and he wanted to have new things and stuff like that, though. And um, in other words, Gabriel's just talking a lot of gibberish. I mean, so um, Sabler asked Gabriel to come down to the station with him and stuff like that. And then Gabriel was like, "I know, I gotta be down. I gotta be down there. I gotta be back by eight o'clock." And Sabler was like, "Only just for fifteen minutes, because um, you know Stabler is investigating a rape homicide, and then you know they're looking for uh, uh, they're looking for a suspect who is attacking." Female, immig- female immigrants or as always serial rapists so however though so Stable asked him to say ask him to come down to the station and then he had to be back at about 8 o'clock I mean he's like and Gabriel he's a computer freelance computer freelance so and however though Stable asked him to come down to the station and then Gabriel agrees so Stable calls Benson and, and she says I got Doctor Octopus. Go again. Go get get into go 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 get Nina. So, the next scene, you know, uh, Olivia she goes to see Nina. She she knocks on the door and her brother opens the door and tells him that Nina got arrested by the cops a couple hours ago and he blames her for it. And Benson was like, "Wait a minute, wait, sir. I didn't I didn't do anything." And then you and then your brother was like, "You came to see her, did you? You the one that arrested him." I mean, you blaming the Benson for arresting her? She don't even know. She don't even know this though. Now, I mean, the brother, her brother's pissed because Nita got arrested by the cops, blaming blaming her. That's some bullshit, though. Oh my goodness. So let's we go to the second half of the story, and we're back at the precinct, and and Benson shows up and tells him that two cops took Nina away because she already talked to the neighbors, and it's confirmed that a couple of cops took Nina away. And second of all, it turns out that she never showed up at work. There's something else that's going on, though. So here comes Miss Quintana comes in, and she is pissed off because um, what happened with Nina and stuff like that, though. However, though, it's like um, it, 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 it's, it, it's just messed up and all that stuff, though. And next thing you know is that um, they hear some noise out there, and... Uh, and however, though, it turns out that um, Gabriel is brought in for questioning and Stable's talking to him right now. So, uh, however, though, I mean, Stable is talking to Gabriel and he asks him certain questions. I mean, so he's like a suspect in this case. However, though, Mr. Mr. Jace, Mr. Whitaker shows up, right? And um, and then he's going to go and um, he says that he's not going to... So he tells Gabriel not to say anything and stuff like that, though. So... However, though, 
Yeah, so however, though, it turns out that he Miss Cortana confronts um, Mr. Whitaker, or Jason Whitaker. And however, though, they just having a little fight, something like that, though. It's like, um, and then next thing you know, Jason says, and he, get, he tells Miss um, Cortana to go back to your wet back washerwoman. <laughs> Before he was being taken away, escorted to the elevator, or something like that, though. And Benson was, and then they were trying to figure out what does that mean. And then Benson messaged, messaged something about wetback washerwoman. So, however, though, I mean Nina is an immigrant. However, though, though she's probably she probably knows where she probably knows where Nina is. So we're at the immigration uh, place, and Nina is in her cell. Benson Benson shows up and talks to Nina in her cell with a couple of other inmates. So they're at Integrations Customs and all that stuff, though. However, though, Nina is pissed, is mad at Benson because she, she blames her for putting for locking her up, taking her away, but she didn't do it. However, Benson tells Nina, say it was a rapist. It was a rapist, though. It was not her, though. Because somehow, you know, it turns out that Nina's going to be deported back to her native country, Bosnia. Because, uh, because she's like an undocumented immigrant or something like that, though. However, though, Benson tells Nina that, she, that she's going to get her out of here. So <clears throat> so the next day, 88 Novak talks to an immigration's employee. I don't know who that guy is. An immigration's customs employee or whatever. And... Um, <clears throat> And she turns out that um, Nina's been there for a couple of years. She's undocumented. So, however, though, Novak tells him that she's gonna, she needs to get documentations, and then she should be out here soon. However, and then, however, though, short time later, Nina is released and reunites with her brother, and uh, Benson is there along with it. Novak is there, so Benson introduces Nina to ADA Novak. So, it turns out that Nina got. Got got a docu- documentation legal legalized, so she's like an American citizen right now and all that stuff, though. So, <clears throat> so anyway, though, she, Novak says that she's gonna talk to Mister Mister J to James Mister Mister Whitaker and all that stuff. So, let's go. Next scene, we're at um, with Brad. We go. So we at Bradley Cooper's office. So um, so Novak tells Jason that Nina already got legalized and stuff like that, though. And she wants them to show up at the SVU for like a lineup or stuff like that. So, and she wants to bring Gabriel along with them. So we're back at the precinct right now. Gabriel is in the lineup. So, and on the other room, Nina is there. She looking out through the window. She's taking her time. And then she identifies Gabriel as number two. So, Gabriel is the one that raped her and gave her the damn money. However, though, I mean, Gabriel is going to be taken away to um, some the downtown and be processed and stuff like that, though. And, you know, Mr. Waker is there. Guess what? Gabriel's mama showed up. Yeah, that's right. Um, Jessica from Murder, She Wrote shows up, though. So Gabriel, Mr. Dockock himself is going to be going to lock up and her, his mama shows up. And, um, however, though, uh, Mr. Worker says that Gabriel's going to be going home and stuff like that. But guess what? Dr. Octopus is let go. And, um, and, you know, his mother is, he goes with his mother to the elevator and stuff like that. And, and this, and then Mrs. Zavall is like, 
Tavia, watch your manners. Use your handkerchief. So anyway, he's, he's, he gets like a tissue or something like that. And he blows his nose, wipes his stuff. And, and then next thing you know, he throws away. And Sabler sees that. As soon after, like, um, uh, Mrs. Duvall and her and um, Dr. Octopus got on the elevator and just left, Sabler goes to the trash can and picks up the, tish, the tissue that um, Dr. Octopus was using. So he's going to... He's going to take that to um, the Dr. Warner to find him for some evidence. See, he's a suspect. So we're at the mall right now. The coroner Warner finds mascara on the tissue and all that stuff. And now, not only that, though, it's like, and and, and then so, and so it's probably from the, his previous victim. So they're probably going to get something, though. So later on that night, Novak is in the office with Benson, and they go over for them for them Doctor Octopus, Doctor Octopus's mascara, or something like that. Though, so um, next thing you know is that um, Novak gets a call saying there were flowers for her. So anyway, Benson steps out to go get something to eat. So Novak's in the office. You know, she's getting trying to get ready to wait for the person to give her the flowers, and then all of a sudden, this mysterious guy. With a mask and a hoodie on, though, he's carrying a batch of flowers. He creeps up at Novak and attacks her. Damn, he beat she used. And next thing you know, Novak tries to fight back, but I'm telling you that this asshole beat the shit out of her. She's like boom, 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 and then next thing you know, he kick her ass on the floor. She tries to fight him off some more. But the next thing you know, the guy asks this guy overpowers her and bashes her head on the desk. Boom! She and then she collapses. And a short time later, Benson shows up with some food, some drinks, and she said that, that she had to walk like a few blocks because some places were closed. She goes in the office though. She sees Novak being unconscious on the floor. Oh, 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 oh. and we then cut to commercial. Let me put a sidebar on that. So in um. What happened was that during that scene, it turns out that the actress Diane Neal suffered some concussion and she was unconscious when she was doing that scene. I mean, that that was that was some dramatic shit going on around here. I mean, I mean, I don't know how that actor who he he probably got too far and just got brutally beat the shit out of her. Damn. I mean, she should have died. I mean, she had to be taken to the hospital. She had to be taken to the hospital for real, real when she did that scene, cause she was unconscious. Oh my goodness, that's crazy, crazy shit like that. I, I hope, they, I hope she didn't sue the actor. Beat the uh, beat, beat, beat her head like that though. I don't know what it is though. That's some best fucked up. So um, now, right now, we're at the act four right now. And um, you see Novak being taken to the ambulance, and Stabler shows up. And Stabler was like, "What happened?" And uh, Benson said that um, Novak's being 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 beat down. So she tells him to go. She's thinking it was Gabriel or something like that. So she tells him to go check on go check on Gabriel because that's what she thinks. Oh yeah, by the way, Novak has some blunt force trauma, so. So, so, so Benson tells Stabler to deal with Gabriel. So, short time later, Mr. Doctor Oct- Stabler confronts Doctor Octopus, 
that Gabriel, aka Dr. Octopus, and he was like, What the hell are you doing? What's the matter with you, man? You trying to get you trying to get an ADA kill? And then it was like, I don't know nothing, man. Come on, you you crazy, you something like that. And you know, I simply just like harassing um uh, Dr. Octopus and shit like that though, and then try to grab him, stuff like that. That's crazy. And then you know, Doctor yeah, Doctor Opus is not having n- none of it though. And Sabler is just, just pissed off because of the, he he knows that he probably attacked the eighty eight Novak. And Sabler says that he's gonna get them. So, and next thing he knows that we're in the hospital right now, and Benson um, visits Novak, and it turns out she tells her that. Benson tells her that she has a concussion and broken ribs. And Novak doesn't even remember her attack. And Benson tells her what happened. Stuff like that, though. That's some, some crazy stuff like that, though. So, they're trying to, they're trying to see if um, she's trying to get the guy who attacked She's trying to get the guy who attacked her. So, we go to um, next scene, though. We're, at, we're somewhere at the office. And Beth and um, Stabler, he's talking to Zalazar. And we got who's that guy? So the actor that's playing Zalazar and this um that's um we have a we have a we have a crossover piece to, I wanna give you, right? And it's Kirk Aceveto, and he started that shitty Law and Order spinoff trial by jury. So he plays um, Kirk Acevedo. He plays Detective Salazar. So, and uh, you remember Chris Acevedo. He's played play by Chris Acevedo. And I remember him from HBO's Oz. And he was playing inmate um, Alvarez. Oh, my goodness. He got like, certain demons on him and shit like that, though. But I mean, yo. And um, I remember him... Uh, I think much, much about it. I mean, he starred in Oz for like uh, five, six seasons from 1997 to 2003. That's mostly he's mostly remembered in. And at that time, back in 2005, he starred in that um, that new shitty Law and Order spinoff called Trial by Jury, and it featured um, um, Fred Thompson and um, the late Jerry Orbach. Uh, let me tell you something, Jerry Orbach. Then you know. Let one know that trial by jury was dead on arrival, and um, Jerry Orbach, Jerry Orbach, played reprised his role as Lenny Briscoe, and for and after a couple episodes, he was gone. So, I mean, I think the I think Jerry Orbach's death contributed to that show's demise. Though, I mean, Lord know that trial by jury was dead on arrival. So. So anyway, you know, Kirk Ace Veto from Oz, he plays uh, Detective Zalazar, and he shows surveillance video on the night that um, Novak was, yeah, it was beat down, and they and Sabler thinks it's Doctor Octopus, and the flower. But however, the, the face reveals that it's Nina's brother. So we're at the precinct right now. Nina's brother is being being confronted by Stabler, and next thing he knows that um, Nina Nina's brother is like overprotective. He's bragging about saying, "Now the media is calling my sister a whore and stuff like that." Though, and um, 
However, though, Stabler tells him that Nina got raped. And next thing he knows that um, Nina's brother says that I got my honor back. What kind of shitty stuff you say? I mean, you got, he he's mad at the fact that Nina's treated like a whore because she got raped and she got the money and shit like that. Like, come on, man. And Sable tries to give him a reality check, though. Tell him that Nina got raped. And next thing you know is that Nina's brother tried to take a swing at Stabler, and then he puts the cuffs on him. And, you know, other cops comes in and stuff like that. So, and then he gets arrested. So, boss Cragen tells Stabler, Stabler, I need you in my office right now. So, Stabler comes in Cragen's office. Mrs. Duvall is there. She confronts Stabler for harassing her son. And she orders him to stay away from her son. And she needed... And then she also she says she has, she has connections to the mayor and the police, so she demanded an apology and stuff like that though. And uh, Saber said that he was sorry, and Mrs. Duvall was like, "Not to me, to my son." And then you know, I mean, it's just like you know. And then you know, she, before that, she questioned him how long he's been a cop, tells him and whatever. So, however, though. Mrs. Mrs. Duvall leaves, you know, Jessica from murder. She wrote herself. She leaves the office. However, though, Cragen talks to Stabler and, um, and, and, and Stabler, whatever, something like that, and tells him, you know, just to chill. We got to whatever, something like that, though. Now, now, so we go to Nina's apartment. So, um, yeah. So any, anyway. So Novak tell. So anyway, Novak talks to Nita. Tell her that 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 Nita. However, though, Stanis Sabler tells um Cragen that Nina has to come up is unable to testify. So um. So it turns out that um they ask um Cragen asked about Novak, and she 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 should do it. But Sable was like, I don't think Novak is one hundred percent. So however, though, Novak. Goes to visit Nina, and you know, you know Novak still got the black eye and bruises and shit like that though. So Novak, eighty-eight Novak, Casey tells Nina that she needs to come to court and testify against Gabriel, and then that way, and then that way Gabriel will bring the justice and stuff like that though. So she says she's willing to do it. Next day, next day, you know, next the next day we're at Novak's office. Mister Whitaker comes in and tells her that. That her case is going to be is going to be taken away from her, and um, he wants her to show up to be a defense witness when and when it, after the case is dropped. Boo! But we go to the next scene. We're in um eighty eight DA Branch's office, and um, we have another Law and Order crossover. It's Fred um, Dalton Thompson from who plays who reprises his role as DA Branch from the original Law and Order, and at that time, he also starred in the Law and Order spinoff trial by jury. So, and Novak tells um no no Branch tells Novak that he's taking the case away from her because there's a lot of damage and stuff like that, and over the case against the case against Nina. So, however, though she Branch tells her that the case is re so Branch tells her your case is being reassigned to take Tracy Kibrin. And then Noah's like, she's a homicide. She works for a homicide. I mean, this is a rape thing, like that. Branch was like, yeah. 
Aberdeen, come on, you know, come on, Ray. I mean, this is a whole lot of damage already. I mean, this is like a normal incident. You got to do something. You know, they have no other choice. <laughs> and you know, Fred Thompson, we had that stuff and accident up, stuff like that, though. So we cut to the courtroom right now. And um, then and then Nina is talking to her lawyer, Tracy Kibri. And we got another crossover, too. And it's Tracy Kibri is played by Baby Newworth. And she's a repeat offender because she appeared in this back in the season one episode or just look like one playing the head of the modeling agency. And right now, in 2005, she's currently also starred in the shitty Law & Order spinoff, Trial by Jury. Shit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have like a three Law & Order Trial by Jury crossovers and they're making like cameo appearances and stuff like that. So so Tracy, which is Nina Good Luck, Benson shows up. No, no, Novak shows up. She wishes Nina, Nina Luck too. So however, though, that's Novak's laws and stuff like that, though. And then um, after Nina goes in the courtroom, Sabler shows up. He tells Novak that there were tears on it. On, on there was uh, there was like um, Margaret's tears on the tissue that uh, Gabriel did. Oh oh oh! So there's a little piece of evidence right there. So the next thing you know is that um, we're at the restaurant right now, and you see um, Doctor Octopus. He's eating his dinner. Sabler shows up, and Dr. Alderford tells him, come on, there's like, boy, yeah, come on, sit there, there's pork chops and stuff like that, there's pork chops, I mean, avoid the greens. However, though, Sabler decides to arrest Dr. Octopus for the rape of Nina and, and the rape murder of Gabrielle. So, then, and then the episodes, it's like to be continued, and it will conclude by trial by jury, so that's a crazy episode. Dinner time's over, Doctor Octopus. And by the way, pork's not good for you, man. It'll you'll get like you'll clog your arteries. <laughs> oh, your goodness! Uh, that was a good episode. So anyway, you know the episode will continue, and uh, that's part of the, that was part one of the. It was actually a cross a two part crossover with the Law and Order SVU and the the shitty shortlisted series trial by jury. So um anyway, um and it'll conclude in um the trial by jury episode day, but I mean, come on. Anyway, speaking about trial by jury though, don't they do use it? They had a theme song and they had their own theme song. And next thing you know is that the show got canceled. the Law and Order spinoff show Criminal Criminal Intent, they pick up the trial by jury theme by by, by two thousand seven. When where went where went the USA Network? So um, that's some crazy stuff like that. So anyway, here's my final thoughts. So anyway, this uh, we talk about the 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 main suspect, the the villain, um, Gabriel. So um, turns out that he always stutters, like talking too much, saying try the peas and all that stuff. Try to try no 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 try no i don't like eating peas i don't like greens eat a lot of pork and stuff like that whatever so um pork try the pork chops or whatever i don't know what it is though <laughs> i don't like pork anyway but that i'm allergic to i'm allergic to that shit so but um he a creep i mean he the guy that raped the 
he's like a he's like a sexual predator. He's like a sexual predator and raping like a lot of immigrant women for the past fifteen years. And then next thing you know, he gives out money and shit like that. Treating them like a sex workers and shit like that. That's some crazy shit though. But I don't know where part I don't know what part two will come out of something like that though. But I call Alfred Molina, aka Doctor Octopus from Spider Man. Shit, Mm-mm-mm-mm. he's like the main villain right there. And you know, Angela Lansbury, though, she did okay playing um, some rich socialites and stuff like that. But this is not mur- this is not murder she wrote or something like that because she's not she's like the guest star or something like that. So I just wanted to say that this episode had a whole bunch of guest stars, right? You got, like, uh, Miss Murder, she wrote herself, Angela Lansbury, and you got Rita, Rita Moreno from The Electric Company. You got um, Doc, you got um, Alfred Molina playing, a.k.a. Dr. Octopus and Spider-Man, and you got um, stars from the, um, the, crap, the crappy Law and Order spinoff Trial by Jury that has, like, Baby Newworth, um, Ranch and Curse Isvetto. So it's like a, and don't forget about Bradley Cooper. So this is like a, like a star studded episode and shit like that. I mean, you got like somewhere like before they were famous, like Bradley Cooper, and you got like famous ones like Angela Lansbury and Rita Moreno, Alfred Molina. I mean, shoot. It was like an all, it was like an all star episode, shit like that. That was like an assemble shit like that. So, I gotta say, you know, it was that was a good episode in general. So, hey, anyway, so and with that, I wanted you to say, hey, I want you to thank y'all for listening, and I'll be back probably next week for a new episode. So, I want you to thank you for listening, and and then Twisted, a Lord SVU podcast. It's um, you can find us on Spotify. Spotify for podcasters, Google Podcasts, Radio Public. I mean, I'm losing my streaming stuff soon, man, because all this AI bullshit going on, though. So anyway, just like and subscribe and tell me what you think about the episode and leave me your thoughts, all right? So anyway, this is um, BD Rose, and I'm out. Have a blessed week.